It's going to be, you know, replicated. I, I don't think it'll be exactly the same, so fans can expect some different nuances to it, but it'll be a, a, a full packed event for fans and families to come enjoy for sure. Welcome to episode 250 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. Despite our best efforts to keep it away, winter has made its first appearance in our province this year, and with it, the unofficial end of the baseball season. Although it's still impressive to see how many programs are working through it on the field when it's a little warmer and drier and off the field in the variety of facilities we have in Alberta, it again proves one of my points from last week about how we have come light years from where we were as a province only a decade or two ago. On to the headlines this week and some big ones out of the Western Canadian Baseball League. The first is that the Okotoks Dogs will once again host the league's all-star game in 2024. It's been a smashing success last couple of seasons and the old saying goes if it ain't broke don't fix it our Ian Wilson was at Wednesday's news conference and will bring us a handful of interviews in a few minutes including some questions and answers around the process of selecting a location as we know that a few fans in other markets are chomping at the bit to host the Midsummer Classic also from the WCBL the Edmonton prospects will be back for the 2024 season although it likely won't be in Spruce Grove as hoped the team has announced that despite its best efforts several challenges regarding material deliveries have pushed back construction on my shack metro ballpark prospects owner pat Casty says they're looking to call sherwood park home for some or all of the schedule saying they needed to come up with a contingency plan you can read our full story at albertadugoutstories.com a big congratulations to the sylvan lake gulls on winning the visitor friendly award by the sylvan lake chamber of commerce that award ceremony happened over the weekend with the team saying the award isn't possible without the fans and that they are incredibly proud to be part of the Sylvan Lake community. The coaching announcements have been coming in droves the last few days. Dogs Academy is bringing a couple of familiar faces back into the fold with Noah Geeky and Matt Wilkinson coming back to lend their experience and expertise as well as grad Brett Platts returning as strength and conditioning coach after spending last year with the Chicago Cubs organization. Elsewhere, Weber Academy has hired UBC grad and former Lethbridge Bulls catcher Noah Orr. And finally, to continue a trend we started last week, we have a trio of college commitment announcements to share. AHP Academy's Jack Jewell is heading to Barton Community College. Vauxhall Academy's Jacob Burgess is going to the University of Mary. And Dogs Academy's Robert Scalzo will be heading to the University of Utah in 2025. On to this week's guests. And as mentioned, our Ian Wilson was in Okotoks on Wednesday afternoon for the WCBL's announcement that the league's all-star game is heading back to Okotoks in 2024 after very successful ventures the last two seasons. Now, I did write an op-ed for ADS right after the 2023 game, saying that the big first question was going to be about the location. As great as Okotoks has been, I wondered whether other teams would throw their hats in the ring. When asking different organizations during that All-Star game, I got the sense there was interest, but no one seemed pot committed to the idea, at least at that point. I had my bets on maybe Medicine Hat, but it all depended on if they or anyone else would actually put in a bid. We and many fans wanted answers, so Ian went right to the source on Wednesday, and that's league president Kevin Kavami. Kevin, um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. To return to (laughs) Okotoks for the 2024 WCBL All-Star Game, uh, just tell me about uh, the announcement today and uh, and why the return to Okotoks. Well, I think, you know, we, we starting to identify a bid process and um, it's going to take, you know, some significant planning for the other teams in the league to put a bid together that is going to be able to do 
justice to the All-Star Game, and I do believe there are teams out there that will be doing it in the future. Um, many of them, I think, gave it a try this time, but aren't quite there yet. But they are close, mm -hmm. and we do want to move it around, but at this point in time, um, keeping it here is... I don't know the word is safe solution, but it is definitely a uh, um, an easy solution because we know the job that they'll do and we know it'll be done well. You know, and I think the other piece to it with Mark Stiles being hired as our um, director of corporate uh, sponsorship and, and marketing, um, him being in this area is critical too, that I think we want to build up those corporate sponsors for the game that has never been done before and it's easier to do it here than it is to do it elsewhere at this point in time not saying that it won't be you know once you get the gears up and running it runs a lot and then you can uh, mix and match where you're going to put it in the future walk me through that bid process a little bit more if you can what um how many teams were interested and at what point was it determined that uh, it really made a lot of sense to to have Okotoks do it again? Yeah, um, as I said to the, the media, I'm not going to disclose the number of bids or that kind of thing at this point, but um, the Strategic Planning Committee of the WCBL, and that's uh, uh, chaired by Graham Schetzel of the Sylvan Lake Gulls, um, created a bid process with the an RFP that outlined what the expectations of all the teams were. Um, and what the expectations, what the league would do and what the teams would do and what the league had rights to and what the team had rights to. And so we threw that out in September and the deadline was October 15th. And now after October 15th, um, I can tell you that there was only one bid that checked all the boxes. And I think some teams were hoping that, you know, maybe they that there would be no teams that checked all the boxes and they would get to do it a little bit lesser than what what the expectation was. Um, that wasn't the case and it became a fairly easy decision to uh, go with Okotoks. And uh, to that point, uh, um, you know, those teams that are not going to check all the boxes um, need to know that that's going to be an expectation moving forward and I think they'll be able to do it. Um, you know, I think it was a short timeline for some of them, and that's why either they chose not to bid or, or uh, ask questions about the bid that, that they couldn't adhere to. The dogs have done uh, just an outstanding job with the event the last two years, 6,000 fans at each of the last games. Uh, I haven't really heard a bad <laughs> word about either of the games, um, which creates high expectations. Um, can you maybe um, talk a little bit about just the excitement of having it back here and knowing, you know, having that certainty of what you can expect? Yeah, I think you know that they're going to, right from, I mean, John has very high expectations. I mean, he's, he's um, very demanding of his staff and his team. And uh, you know that, that that expectation is that, that they will do a good job. And uh, so there's no worries there about that. Um, they're going to do a um, first-class job, as we would expect any team to do. But we know that they have a track record of doing that. And uh, um, the other teams in the league are going to have to continue to catch up. And, you know, whether they catch them in the championship series or they catch them before that or <laughs> catch them by taking on an all-star game, um, 
it's a it's definitely uh, it's definitely a, a good thing to have somebody leading the way and showing the way that uh, other teams can be successful. Um, can you discuss any of the the finances of the event? Is is this something where the league as a whole benefits? Uh, uh, think there's a there's a payment involved for for hosting is that correct yeah there is there's first of all there's two facets to the league benefiting from this uh, well i guess three one is the marketing end of things which is uh, you don't know how much value that has um with the game itself and the the broadcast of the game and the 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 impact that it has with the players and and uh, that around north america um that's a that's a number tough to nail down the second thing is there is a fee to the league from the from the dogs and that does help all the teams in the league with the all-star game and the third thing is we have marketable properties as the league that are part of the all-star game i.e the the league retains naming rights to the game and conveniently along with that we hired a director of corporate sponsorship and marketing so his job is to make sure we have a name for that all-star game soon and uh that will generate more revenue for the league. Um, so it's all a it's all a package that uh, that works well. And then the dogs uh, they benefit from the ticket sales and that, but they have a lot of burden of the cost too. Like they get a house feed and get the players all here, and they have gifts they have. John's very particular that he wants a celebrity guest as part of the All Star festivities. He and he makes sure that that people that are, have been uh, um, critical to baseball in Alberta or the uh, Okotoks Dogs growth uh, are invited to the game and represented. The league has used it as a venue to recognize past uh, people. And, uh, you know, we know that it's going to be a, an A1 job. So it's a good share is all I can tell you. Uh, from, we've talked a lot about everything around the game, the, the game and the, the festivities itself. Uh, any discussion of turning it into a, a two-day event? Is there anything on the field that uh, might look a little different, or do we have to, to wait for further announcements on that? I think 2025 is 2020. Sorry, what year are we in? <laughs> 2024 is going to be uh, pretty much uh, lock and loaded, the same rinse and repeat type of thing. Uh, there might be a couple of surprises, but uh, I expect the format to be pretty much the same um, on Saturday, July 20th. Um, the league has floated the idea about doing the All-Star game similar to Major League Baseball on a Monday and Tuesday, um, but we're not ready to move to that point yet. And then last question, I think it's the last question, <laughs> we'll see what pops up into my head, but um, what about the feedback that you've received from the last two events, uh, All-Star events here? What, what have you heard from other teams, fans? Um, you know, just just uh, from around the league. Um, you know, I, let's start with the players. The all-star players themselves, we have heard nothing but positive remarks from them. Um, I don't think I've heard one negative comment about the all-star game from any of the players that have participated in it. Um, you know, there is a little bit of grumbling around the league you know sometimes about taking a Saturday and and uh, using it for an all-star game that it, it takes that away from the whole league you can have six games on a Saturday rather than one um, so that that is a little bit of a concern which is why the Monday Tuesday thing comes up um, but that has right now we 
you know, that that hasn't been a big enough of a concern to be brought up at, at the governor's level. So um, it just is chatter in the background as far as I'm concerned. And what's next for uh, league announcements? Is there anything uh, we can expect on deck that's that's coming or uh, sit tight? <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope we're the schedule hopefully will be announced here in the next couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. It'll be the ar earliest ever of a schedule. Um, and then, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, there's going to be some big partnerships that are announced in the coming months leading up to the season. And then, of course, all the teams have their player signings and their special games and everything that they're lining up. So I think lots of good news. And, uh, you know, I do think that the awards are going to be announced here right during the World Series as well. Excellent. Well, thanks for your time, Kevin. Anytime, Ian. <laughs> Up next is WCBL Managing Director of Corporate Sponsorships and Marketing, Mark Stiles. He was hired on just before the last All-Star Game and believes there will be several opportunities to really do it right in Okotoks this time around. All right, Mark, 2024 All-Star Game in Okotoks. Uh, first off, just your initial response to that uh, announcement today. I think it's great, Ian, is what I think. Um, as Kevin Cavani pointed out, or Tyler, or both, um, new process this year with the league uh, in terms of teams get, can bid and want to have it or not want to have it um, and the new process was played out and uh, I think every league member would be very happy that it's in Okotoks. Um, eventually I, I think you're going to see the game move around but look the dogs have excuse the baseball metaphor knocked it out of the park you know time after time uh, is the best collegiate baseball stadium in all of North America. So the league is thrilled to have it here for multiple reasons. You were at the game uh, this summer. Um, your your task now with uh, with you know finding some some partners and sponsors for the event. Uh, walk me through as much as you can about that process and how easy or difficult it will be at uh, with an event and a venue like this. Well. For the All-Star game specifically? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you will notice uh, if things play out the way, um, Ian, that the league and the dogs would like to see it play out. Um, if you came to the game last year and like, oh my gosh, 6,000 people, beautiful night, fireworks, Matt Stairs, like it was fabulous. I mean, mm -hmm. it, like you don't even have to be a baseball fan to understand it was fabulous. But what you will see this year um, is you're going to see more um, if you go to a major league baseball all-star game it's going to be the major league baseball all-star game brought to you by someone mm -hmm. so that would be the goal here um, the wcbl all-star game is brought to you by the home run derby is brought to you by mm -hmm. um, and just more league um, participation in in the game working hand in hand stride by stride with the dogs and the organizing committee how is the appetite? Uh, you've been in, in the in the role, your role now for a few months. Talk to me just about the appetite for being involved with the Western Canadian Baseball League, with baseball at this level. What are you What are you seeing? What can you share with us about uh, just the interest in the game? Strong interest. Um, what What I'm seeing and hearing is. Um, and I don't think you'll be, matter of fact, for you, Ian, for your readers, <laughs> this might surprise you, but for you, it won't surprise you. Um, it, w w what I'm seeing is 12 teams 
league is on the grow, which which not all not every league can say they're on the grow. Mm-hmm. Um, every league has their strengths or whatever, like we do. But th- this is a league that is on the grow. Um, Twelve teams coming up. Uh, attendance was up like twenty one percent in the last three years. Um, so that's exciting. But to answer your question direct, if you were to survey a Regina Red Sox fan or a Fort McMurray Giants fan and said, "Hey, what league uh, does Fort McMurray play in?" They might. They're hard pressed to answer the question. Mm-hmm. So, so the league needs to pound its chest a little bit and say. Uh, we are the Western Canadian Baseball League. Uh, if you ask someone in Brooks uh, or Fort McMurray what league their Alberta Junior Hockey League team is in, they're going to say, oh, they play in the Alberta Junior Hockey League. So we, we need a little more league presence. Um, but, you know, the teams are doing well, the league's on the grow, and um, there's nothing but uh, exciting things ahead, to say the least. From an Oaktoke's perspective, General Manager Tyler Hollick says it will once again be a huge undertaking to try to beat the experiences of 2022 and 2023, but he believes his team is up to the challenge. Tyler, 2024 Western Canadian Baseball League All-Star Game coming back to Oaktoke's. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the initial uh, response and, uh, and feeling about uh, taking on the game again next summer it's a big undertaking i think yeah. there is a little uh hidden tone in that question for sure <laughs> um but we're excited i mean for the community um we had a, a, a counselor from the, the town of okotoks here today um other members of the municipality um it's exciting i think there's kind of a buzz around the event uh, there's been it's been awesome success the last two years the weather's been awesome um but just uh led by by john and, and the all-star game chairman one of our, our um, academy coaches tyler milton has done an unbelievable job just kind of tying in that pre-game show um, with the home run derby, with the event itself, fireworks, musical entertainment, like uh, celebrity guests, the whole thing where it, it's it's going to be, um, you know, replicated. I, I don't think it'll be exactly the same, so fans can expect some different nuances to it, but it'll be a, a, a full um, packed event for, for fans and families to come enjoy for sure. You, you teased us a bit there. Is there any... Uh further details you can spill on how the game uh, or the event might look a little different or is that to be announced at yeah that's day? to be announced i'm not holding back on you i promise i'm not um we're, we're still trying to figure it out um we're going through the process of kind of just getting that whole map of what we want the day to look like and um getting some feedback from our fans and and from john and, and from the rest of the staff to kind of say okay what do we do really well last year let's double down on that um what do fans want to see let's continue to do that stuff as well so um nothing nothing to announce yet but we're still looking at some um, potential baseball celebrities to come in some musical entertainment um, the pregame show will be back. I know that was a huge hit last year, um, and the fireworks I thought was the the best we've ever had. So um, yeah, it'll be it'll be replic- it'll be very similar in structure, but we're hoping to ha- add some some differences in, in the event. How much work goes into an event like this? Like I think when people show up, everything just happens, mm-hmm. and there it is, and it's easy to not think about the behind the scenes. Can you peel back the curtain a little bit there? Yeah, I mean, a lot of work goes into the dogs. Like, I don't think a lot of people realize, like, it's it's full-time, year-round. It's full go. And and if anybody's ever met John Arcandia, um, there is a there is a passion to get it right and, 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 you know, make it perfect for the community and for the fans and for our players and, and to, for the dogs to represent well in the town of Okotoks. So, 
um, you know, it, it is, it does help. That it is a baseball event. So we are, you know, there are some things that we're checking off that we want to include in the All-Star game that we, know, that we do want to bring into the 2024 season. So um, we are, you know, rapidly repa- uh, preparing for that. Although it's the end of October, we feel like the season's right around the corner. And there's a lot of things that we really want to and will accomplish in the offseason. So, um, yeah, it's it's full go. We are already planning the All-Star game. And with that, we're planning our, our season and promotional nights and concessions and fan engagement and just overall experience for, for our fans and our community. One of the things the dogs do really well is, you, I, I feel like, you, you come to the ballpark each summer, it's not going to be the same ballpark as last summer. There's yeah. going to be some changes. We saw that with the uh, Golden Sombrero Cantina yep. last year, the the VW van, yep. uh, the, the beach bar there, uh, things like that. What uh, what plans are in the works for, for next season? What can fans look forward to seeing uh, at Seaman Stadium? Yeah, maybe some of the biggest renovations we've had. Um, yeah, it is probably since Core 4 was was built at the extension of um, of our left field corner, that, that two-tier hospitality center. Um, if you haven't been there, it's it's unbelievable, anybody that's that's wanting to go. But um, next year, we're, we're introducing three major um, infrastructure changes. So we're adding Section 115, which will be an extension of our first base side, um, right over the ever-popular um, Dogs Home Dugout. Um, with that, we'll add about 150 seats. Um, and then two field level suites. So for they can be booked out privately, they can booked out as a, as a group or individually for, for anybody that wants to experience a game at the dugout level. Um, secondly, um, we are adding an extension to our core four corner. So um, it'll basically be, it's, it's essentially renovated sea cans um, with the two infant suites. Um, and then on top of it is like a kind of a, a play on of the Yankee Stadium bleacher creatures where it's going to be, you know, an elevated, um, you know, padded bleacher covered. And um, it'll kind of give a new look and a new angle for um, for, for fans. Um, and both those are, are not necessarily additions to the capacity. Um, the capacity will stay the same. Um, just offering um, fans a, a relocation option um, that want a more elevated experience. And then um, in left center field, we're um, adding a five by 80 foot long um, ribbon high definition video board. So um, really cool for fan engagement opportunities. Um, we can do trivia and certain games on there and um, you know some, some stats and stuff like that. And also a really good opportunity for local businesses um, to promote, promote their branding and messaging um, to you know 4,500 people a night, so yeah. Do you uh, do you catch yourself looking out at the stadium on certain days and being like, I can't believe this, <laughs> like what, what you guys have, have yeah. been able to, to build and, and continue to build for the years? Yeah, and like I, John pushes it for sure um, in terms of the passion and, and the precedent's been set that it's 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 all in and and you 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 want to do everything you can to try and make it as good as it possibly can. Um, I feel incredibly fortunate the opportunity that I've got to even play in the program, come back in my offseason of playing professionally and coach. And then um, two days after I was released, I called John asking for a job to coach in the academy and um, later named GM. And, and this is I've now been a part of this program longer than I have. And this is my going into my 18th consecutive year of doing something with the dogs. Um, there's it's very rare where I take a day for granted. I, I, I joke with people that I, I get to speed to work and I, I work with some of my best friends and I get to do the coolest project in the world. And um, it's pretty cool that you can walk out to a September 15th fall practice or um, a, you know a, a July 1st home game and you get to look at, and this is kind of your office. Like this is what you get to call home every day and where I've essentially grown up. And it's, uh, it's a really neat experience for fans and it, it's extremely personal and, and special to me, so. Uh, what's it like to be able to share that with the league in an event like the All-Star Game? Because it's, you know, a lot for through the season it's 
all for the dogs fans, all for Okotoks and the people at the game. But with an event like that, it really is, hey, this is for everyone in the league. Yeah, I mean, we are are proud to um, represent the the WCBL and and um, to to be you know frank, the, the flagship franchise and, and continue to to lead. Um, what the WCBL is doing, but the WCBL is growing and it's growing really quickly. There's there's uh, um, some new ballparks being uh, have been added and being added to the league. Um, we just hired a, a director of corporate partnerships and marketing for the league, uh, Mark Styles, with with a ton of experience. Um, it's a it is Canada's premier collegiate summer league, and it, it we have a lot to celebrate. And this is the the All Star Game is a celebration of the dogs in the town of Okotoks, but it's it's also a really um, cool um, opportunity for the league to really celebrate what it's all about and um, what it has to offer. Not, not just in Okotoks, not just with the dogs, but um, in, in Saskatoon with our new franchise, Edmonton's new ballpark, you know, what Sylvan Lake and Lethbridge are doing and, and all the great franchises in, um, in Saskatchewan and former, like it just goes on and on and on. And it's, it's not, it's not just a kitchen table league. It's, it's, uh, it's a lot of these guys are getting drafted to go play um, to in professional baseball. A lot of these guys are high-end um, Division One players, some of the best amateur players in the world that are coming right to you know small towns in, in Alberta and in Saskatchewan to come play and, and spend their summer. So, um, extremely fortunate to be able to continue to promote that messaging and and really just celebrate the WCBL and how how fast and how um, strong it's growing into to um, a legitimate. Um, you know, high-level college summer league. Tyler, uh, thanks for your time today. Congratulations on the announcement, and uh, really looking forward to seeing you next summer. Awesome. And finally, Lou Pote was in the dugout as the West Division head coach in 2023 and believes the All-Star Game is a special experience for everyone involved. Here's his conversation with Ian. Lou, you you're, throughout your career, you've played in All-Star Games before. You were in the dugout last year for the 2023 Western Canadian Baseball League All-Star Game. I guess first off, just walk me through what that experience was like last year. I was, you know, from the year before, being in stands, just watching as a fan, um, uh, to be able to get down in the dugout. Uh, you know, that's my preference, being, you know, in the dugout with the, with the boys and, and just seeing, you know, their reaction to how excited they are, you know, because a lot of times it's their first experience with that um you know whether they've been you know in, in college being named all conference or something uh being able to go uh represent your city uh in an all-star game is i don't care what level it is it's always a special experience and an and experience that the guys are always going to remember um so to be able to, to be a part of it and be in the dugout and see those emotions uh you know, from different guys that you're playing against all year is really cool. It really is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for a lot of them, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's, you know, uh, they don't they don't, they don't have those, you know, like I know they'll have some uh, maybe high school all-star games at the, you know, after their high school seasons are over. Um, and, you know, maybe some college showcases, but to, you know, have a like a, a league-wide where you're recognized for uh, – your performance in the first part of the season uh, and you're selected from, you know, you're nominated by your coach, but you're also selected from uh, opposing coaches. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's a special experience because, you know, you work hard to get, to get these opportunities and, and to be able to do it uh, in a summer um, and then, you know, go back home and, you know, you know, showcase uh, our league uh, by bragging about the experience and you know that's what it's all about and that's the that's what helps this league grow and and you know our in our community uh, 
experience with oak tokes with the dogs uh it just makes it a, a lot a lot easier if it wasn't already easy to get guys to come here talk a little bit about the the fan experience there was over six thousand fans here last year and previously at the the all-star games um what what kind of opportunities do you get with this game that you might not get in a regular season game in terms of engaging with the fans whether it's signing autographs or, or what have you yeah that's one of the things uh that we talk about once we get the guys here you know just enjoy the experience uh you know go out of your way to talk to the fans uh you know it's a show right and that's what we want we want them to go out put on a show be themselves you know express their personality you know as as good as they can and if it's very eccentric you know then all, all for it you know just that's what that's what this is all about um so you know sign autographs and you know a lot of depending on where they're playing sometimes you know they don't play in front of you know big crowds or have that opportunity like our guys have here and you know and, and especially in our division uh you know have fun with it man this this one of the best things about being a ball player is signing an autograph so the more when you can sign a hundred one night it's awesome like so just uh, eat it up and enjoy it and just remember like because it's only a one, like you said it's a once in a lifetime experience sometimes when you heard the news that Oak Tokes was going to be hosting it yet again what uh, what's the reaction to that that just feels fitting <laughs> feels fitting man I mean like you know uh we've had we you know Tyler and our you know front office staff have done an unbelievable job uh you know with us uh and you know john allows us to you know make it as big as as, as we can and and it's it's awesome so i feel like it's uh i feel like it's fitting to have it here and and you know this town the way they support it and they come out and you know, it's a weekend event, it feels like, and it's just an awesome experience, and I feel like it's it's just meant to be here. Um, any specific memories for, for you last year, anything that stands out from either the derby or the game itself? You just the emotions of, uh, you know, like guys going in, in the home run derby, and, and they see, you know, the wiping the towel off, getting them the Gatorade, and they just, like, that was that was really fun. Like, and, and you know, just getting, like, for me as a coach now and I just remember looking back at some of like my experiences was just getting to know the players you're playing against and you're coaching against uh but uh for me that's that's really cool but I thought the the home run derby and uh, the, uh you know just guys eating it up with the Gatorade and the towel and timeout and stuff like that that's awesome to see and you know because you know they they see it on tv and that's you're a little kid when you're out there absolutely and you've you've played in uh, all-star games yourself as as a player um walk take us back memory lane a bit to to that experience what uh, what league what year was, and what was that oh, like i think it was 1993 94 one of those years in the texas league i was playing for midland uh the midland angels and uh or actually my first one was i was playing san francisco giants with uh shreveport captains i made that all-star league I was in that league for a while, so I made that twice with two different affiliates. So, uh, first one, you know, is just, first of all, it wasn't anything close to this, right? Mm -hmm. Like, the, way more fans, uh, the atmosphere is way better here in Oak Tokes than it was in the Texas League All-Star Game. Uh, my first one was in Wichita, Kansas, as a member of the Shreveport Captains, and then my second one was uh, in 1997, I was a member, I was with the Angels my first year, 
in Double uh, A with the Angels, uh, playing from Midland, and it was in Little Rock, Arkansas, and that was a really that was a good one. It's just a great experience, their old-time stadium. So, uh, but the atmosphere, overall atmosphere, it doesn't even compare to to the the two that I've been a part of here. And did you get to pitch? In, in- I pitched in both of them. The first time, the first game uh, in Wichita, I got. I think I gave up uh, one hit, and but I think I got three outs. I didn't get any, get any strikeouts, but I remember. I do remember all three outs were very hard hit balls, like right at guys. <laughs> um, and then uh, my second one in uh, Little Rock, I I, uh, I started that game. Or no, I didn't. I came in second after one of our teammates, and. Uh, yeah, I, I pitched really well. Uh, I remember I hit Ruben Mateo, and I think he was out for like a month after that. But, you know, I, not on purpose. His pitch got away from me. And uh, But, yeah, so that was uh, – I was a little bit older, a little bit, you know, more relaxed. The first one, I, you know, I felt like it was the Major League All-Star game, so it was pretty cool. Do you approach that differently as a pitcher in that event? Or is it kind of – I know everyone's like, just have fun out there, but you still have to – you can't, you can't I, I did. I did. I was trying to get guys out, right? Yeah. I was like, you know, I was trying to stay locked in and get be ready. But uh, and then the second one, I was I was still trying to get guys out, but it was I had a lot more fun with that one because uh, it was, you know, I'd been, I'd been to one before and it was uh, I was older, a little bit, you know, I'd just more relaxed. I was I was pretty tense the first one. I was only I think I was only like 20, 21 years old when it, the first time, so. Well, thanks for your time today, and uh, yeah, we'll see you next summer. And uh, in the meantime, we'll, we'll, we'll see you then. Awesome. <laughs> thanks again to Kevin Kavami, Mark Stiles, Tyler Hollick, and Lou Pote for joining us this week. And thanks to Ian Wilson for his stellar coverage of the WCBL's announcement. Thanks to all of you as well for downloading and listening. For those who have subscribed, you're in for a treat next week as we will be sitting down with a baseball legend in Alberta and Canada. His family's name has become synonymous with the game, especially in central Alberta. Harold Northcott will join us for a candid conversation about a recent major recognition he received, as well as we'll talk about his baseball journey and how amazing it's been to have it become a family affair for the Northcots, as his wife Barb, sons Dustin and Chad, and daughter Heidi have all blazed their own paths in the game. You won't want to miss that episode coming up next week. A tip of the cap as well to our Platinum supporters for all they do for us and for baseball in Alberta. The Okotoks Dogs and AHP Academy have been phenomenal partners and we just couldn't thank them enough for their generosity and support. For more on our sponsors and to join our roster, head to albertadugoutstories.com supporters. Until next time, thank you for all of your support online, on social and on air of Alberta Dugout Stories.